Oh, hello. Welcome. Hi, everybody. So, beginning live videos is always super awkward and terrible, so we've done that. Good job, us. Yep. For those of us just joining us, welcome to the podcast anniversary live stream for the Ready for Polyamory podcast. I am not the host of the podcast. I am Ken, and this is Laura, the host and creator of the Ready for Polyamory podcast, and on this stream, she's the guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi everybody. So this is the podcast anniversary, or uh, technically season three, episode 10 of the podcast <laughs> also. Um, and we're doing like sort of, I guess not the reverse of what usually happens, because what usually happens has changed a lot over the last year, but we're going to have Ken do a little interview of me for part of it, and we're going to just hang out and figure out um, what's going on in our little live stream. So we're happy if, or like to have any of you who come join us, if any of you have questions, drop any of those in and we'll try to throw them in. And I think Ken has some prepared for me for us to do a little bit of an interview that's pre-prepared and he hasn't told me what any of the questions are. And that is really terrible for me and my sense of control. So um, my anxiety is a little bit up there, and I'm having a great time with that. Don't worry. I've told her I've prepared questions. <laughs> and, uh, today, because we do have video for ones, you guys can get the sight gags, so you can see the level of me moving around that happens in every single episode in its creation. So make sure you throw us comments, questions, uh, anything down there. We're watching on this uh, device, which was created by a fruit-related computer company, mm -hmm. uh, who is not a sponsor, but we're welcome to have you sponsor if you wish, and then we'll actually name you. Yes, we are legally obligated to not name you otherwise, or else we're kicked off of your service uh, and being on your services, podcasting, broadcasting thing. Really? Yes, you're not allowed to name them unless it's relevant to sort of explaining their service. Interesting. Yeah. Another reason that they're a terrible company and you shouldn't use their products. Um, but we're not going to say who specifically. <laughs> Could be any fruit-related computer company. Right. But if you do listen to us on their service... Leave a review and rate us because it gets us in more ear holes, and I am happy to have that happen. <laughs> That's right. So let's jump right in to my obviously pre-prepared and well-thought-out questions for this interview. This sounds like he's winging it, you guys. Does it only sound like that to me? I don't think so. I would never. I am always thoroughly prepared. I am professional. See, I said that with a straight face and everything. So, it has been a year since you launched the Ready for Polyamory podcast, which has been very exciting for all of us regular listeners, and there have been more and more. Uh, it has been growing like gangbusters, as I've been seeing your, uh, your excitement around your, your, uh, your subscribers going up, which is great news. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about sort of why you started doing a podcast? Because you are not a, like, mid-30s white dude. And that's who is really at home base in the podcasting world. 
I mean, I am in my mid-30s. I'm white, so we can't pretend that I'm not sort of in the demographic. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, and there was a pandemic, so I was sort of obliged to create a podcast by the fact that I was stuck at home. But, (laughs) (laughs) but it was in the plans before the pandemic began. You had already started. Right. So, in reality, I was in the process of working out what my, what my sort of trajectory for doing more with the teaching that I was doing in my local community and some conventions and things around was going to be and how I was going to expand that. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of trying to create a plan for that. And I was like, okay, well, I write a lot. So let's start with a blog. And the blog's almost two years old, isn't it? Yes. So the blog is over 18 months old and it'll be two years old in January. That's the Ready for Polyamory blog at readyforpolyamory.com. Correct. (laughs) Much better at the plugging than I am. Um, And you can tell folks that he has worked in marketing before. Um, Wow. Wow. I come here as a guest and you insult me like this? (laughs) (laughs) But... So then I was trying to figure out, so what's the, what are other steps that I can do because, because sometimes you need longer form information, but no one actually, it's not that nobody wants to read a whole book, but nobody wants to read a book by someone they've never heard of. And I am for the most part, somebody that nobody had ever heard of at that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So... I was like, okay, how do you become somebody that somebody has heard of? And how do you get them to listen to you in slightly longer form? And I was like, podcasts. Podcasts are modern talk radio. And podcasts are how people listen to anyone for any length of time at this point. Sure. Uh, So... (laughs) And the podcast has sort of uh, evolved and developed over time. It sort of started out with just... You talking with some of your friends and and exploring some topics that you found interesting and that some of your friends found interesting. And and you had some really interesting discussions, but you've evolved it since then quite a lot. Uh, Can you talk a little bit for folks about um, where your thinking is now and sort of what the the direction of the podcast is going to continue moving in uh, for now? It might change again. Well, so I'm still a big believer in the this only happens with a lot of help from my friends kind of model, right? (laughs) Like, my polycule is and has been essentially me doing this. Uh, For those who don't know somehow, Kenny's my partner. Um, Not like lawyerly. I'm much more of a doctor than a lawyer. He's not a doctor. Do not allow this man (laughs) to tell you that he is a doctor. Trust me, I'm a doctor. He's not even a doctor Phil doctor. (laughs) Like... (laughs) He's not even a botanist. I'm as much of a doctor as Dr. Oz, probably. I don't know. Does he have some other doctor that he's leaning on? Anyway, regardless. (laughs) He's just a bad person. Yeah, but you're a good person, but not a doctor. They're not correlated. I'm just saying that's not the kind of partner we are. No, but moving forward. (laughs) 
rolling forward from his tangent. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, reached into the depths of the polycule. Right. So, Ken's my partner. My metamorph helped me pick out my first uh, audio equipment. Uh, another one of my close friends, who's closest friends, who is polyamorous, helped me buy my first video equipment for doing Zoom lectures during the pandemic. Um, and we're using one of the ring lights that they helped me pick out to actually light the room because I love the colors that the previous owner painted this house, but it is really hard to get a teal room to not look like dead late at night. <laughs> um, oh, we could have done a whole different kind of live stream. We could have draped ourselves in lace. We could have been lit super with, with creepy. deep shadow. Yeah, I could have gone down into the garb downstairs, and mm. we really could have done a whole different look. It would have been it's great. true. Um, I would but, have talked like this the whole time. Yeah, I'm not as good an actor as he is. I really couldn't have pulled it off. <laughs> but regardless, so this, it still is very much uh, like with a little help from my friends kind of enterprise in that I get much of my inspiration and many of the ideas for both problems and solutions, like everyday concerns of what's going on with people from my closest friends and the like people in my life who are important to me. But the direction that the actual podcast has gone has gone more to almost a condensed version of uh, my lectures or a more informal version of them because it seems like, by and large, the, the easiest way to look at some of these topics uh, without getting bogged down in differences of opinion which in a way sounds kind of full of myself, <laughs> is you, listen, to listen. state my piece for a certain amount of time and then be like, this is my opinion and you can either take it or leave it. Yeah. Right? And then let folks get back to me and I'm happy to have an email exchange or a comment war or what have you about it. Mm -hmm. But like, take my opinion and have it. Or write to me, and if your take is sufficiently interesting, I'll have you on to have a whole conversation about it. Right, right. That I think listeners might want to hear. And you've had some exciting guests to do just that, and have some interesting discussions with some folks in the greater polysphere and, and whatnot. And some of those have been, it's been some really cool episodes. Uh, so, speaking of episodes of the past, <laughs> um, uh, I know some of your ideas came out of discussions that, that you and I had, long, uh, drawn-out discussions, <laughs> where I was wrong, and you felt that you should correct me in public. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that was not the right approach. <laughs> <laughs> but so many of your episodes came about because you wanted I mean, I to... I corrected you in private first. That's true. You did attempt to do that. Um, <laughs> sometimes you made the mistake of having me on to attempt to correct me in public, and everyone got to enjoy those discussions. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But um, uh, I know that many, many of your episodes came about because 
you've had an interesting idea or an approach to a, a subject around polyamory or relationship dynamics in general that you wanted to talk about. And so I'd love to hear what some of your favorite episodes were uh, over the course of the podcast and, and maybe some of the, the discussions that you've enjoyed the most. So some of them have been the most fun to have and some of them have come out the best. Okay. And they aren't always the same. Mm -hmm. So I think that all of the episodes are good. I don't think that all of them are equally good as one another. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> and so I had, I think, the like side-splittingly best time recording any episode where Corwin was a guest <laughs> but that's partly because we were in a year and a bit of pandemic and he's one of my best friends and we didn't get to see each other that whole time so those recordings were like simultaneously our social catch-ups right <laughs> So And you were watching trash TV while you did it. So. I mean, for a couple of them. <laughs> he also, I think he did come on a couple of things that were a little more serious as sure. well. And those were also, like, really good episodes. And, like, he'd hang back and we'd chat afterwards. And they'd be really fun to record partly because of that. Um, for, like, being sort of mm, important feeling to record... The coming out episodes felt really important. It felt like getting different people's points of views that weren't always what I expected was a really interesting experience. And everybody coming from kind of uh, differing backgrounds was kind of fun, right? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. everybody having had sort of a different degree of reaction to their stories from family and friends, and everybody having different takes on how to handle the sort of ongoing process of coming out Sure, was a fun conversation to keep having. So, um, I, something strange happened that now, this is live video for you, we are still live, apparently. Mm, doesn't look like it. Oh, no. Hey, uh, I think we're live again. I don't know what happened. Somehow the live stream stopped. Yeah. But, uh, it looks like, for some reason at the beginning of that, sorry, I got super close to the camera there, I was just looking at something. Uh, comments weren't on last time, so if you missed the first part of that conversation, that live will show up uh, as a, the first half uh, will show up as a, you know, uh, previous live video. And now we're back for part two. Yes. And, uh, and I think comments were off or something, because we've definitely made sure they're on for this half. That's right. So if you have comments, put them in the thing, show us your reactions, send us questions, and we'll try to answer some of them as they come in. But that was a, a timely problem because we were at about the halfway mark um and uh we were just talking when we got cut off we're not sure exactly when we got cut off yeah. a little bit about some of laura's favorite uh episodes from the uh for past year two and a half ish seasons mm -hmm. uh or no three ish seasons right you're, yeah, you're in halfway done. through season three or? yeah almost done with season three almost done with season three i'm a little behind 
in my listening. So, uh, <laughs> but I have a long drive tomorrow, so I'll be finishing up then, <laughs> or catching up then. Um, and so I was just about, we were just talking about some of uh, Laura's favorite episodes, and now I'm going to make her very nervous oh, good. and make her tell us who some of her favorite guests were. She doesn't have to say me, but I'm sitting right here, so she's going to have to say me. I mean, you're one of my favorite people. Wow. All right. Now I know where I stand. That's fine. I'm a terrible guest. It's true. Don't invite me to be on your show. Invite me to be on your show. I need the attention. Um, You're a great guest. Everyone <laughs> should invite you to be on shows. You're like, way better at it than I would be. Oh, you do great. She has been invited to be guests on several shows and uh, shared them when they've come live. And there's more to come, I think. Uh, I'm recording one on Monday. So when I find the date, or when I find out the date that's going to be released, I'll be sharing it. Can you say what show that'll uh, be on? It's yet? going to be on the. I have to find out how they say it because their name is an acronym, but I don't know if they use the full name or the acronym. Uh, is it an acronym or an initialism? Initial? I don't know. What's initialism is a series of initials put together as a short as an abbreviation, mm -hmm. but is not pronounced as a word. Ah, so, so an initialism, initialism would be FBI. An acronym would be snafu. Initialism. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to weird grammatical things that Ken knows, the live stream. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> English majors hanging out. Um, but so on this edition of English majors hanging out, my favorite <laughs> guests from the podcast for three seasons. You were already telling us about Corwin, who is an amazing guest. I was on either one or two of the episodes with him, and it was always fun. Well, so... I love him because I love him as a person, uh, also because he's a good guest. And I think for having just sort of a great time chatting with them and uh, her being a wonderful um, a wonderful sort of research, uh, resource to chat with, uh, I had a great time with Rachel Rose who's a sex educator and blogger who I had on for the first episode of season three uh, to talk about disability and polyamory. Mm -hmm. She's great. Uh, she's also just funny and wonderful and follow her on all the social media. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Links in the doobly-doo. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> I will throw them. Um, and although, like, She's hard to follow on some of the social media because they, like, blank out all the sex ed words, and then... Oh, no. Yeah, Twitter is basically the only place that she can post consistently without them being like, No, we take it down! <laughs> uh, because everywhere else pretends that it's porn to talk about, like, what a yeast infection is. Yeah, well, I mean... Which is ridiculous. Yeah, we... That's girl stuff. Yeah, who... Why would we allow that? Who Crazy. Who wants to know how the human body works? I don't... Oh, I, oh, are we going to talk about sexual politics now? Because I'm here for it. Can we? <laughs> I, I, look, I have a lot of feelings about a lot of politics. <laughs> I have very strong opinions. And they lean a little bit to the dictatorial, I'm not going to lie. But, like, benevolent dicta dictatorship. Look, we let you have, like, a third of an episode on this. <laughs> and I'm not sure that I can give you But I have, I have a succession of rants. I understand. I'm not sure I can give you more airtime on them right now. Fine. My manifesto can be found. <laughs> <laughs> you have whole groups. You have multiple Facebook groups. I'm like one group. Anyway, that 
nothing in the notes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I know one of my favorite guests, so one of my favorite episodes was the one with Dr. Liz Powell. Oh, yes. I thought that was a really fun one, uh, and I've enjoyed, as a result of hearing her on your podcast, following her various social medias. Um, uh, uh, I think, I think she, her was the pronouns, and I don't remember, but, um. Uh, they, them, actually. They, them, oh. Well, it's evolving, but I believe they, them now. Okay, well, if I was in, I was incorrect, so, if you're watching, Liz, I apologize. Um, you don't know me. (laughs) But, um, I really loved that episode. They were, uh, really great, and... Uh, really sort of informative and had a fun take on some of the issues that you discussed there. Speaking of sexual politics. <laughs> yeah. No, the talking about hierarchy and about the sort of necessity of, they ended up going on a tangent about uh, sort of sexual health and the necessity of being tested in ways that people don't think about often, mm-hmm. like throat swabs and things like that, that I think, a lot of poly people especially because, first, because our culture never talks about it because we're super sex negative, and then second, because in a monocentric world, people are like, well, isn't it already a lot that you, like, go to the doctor and ask for blood tests? Uh, <laughs> yeah. People don't think to do it, but it can actually be really, like... I mean, the fact that when you ask... savingly important. Well, the fact that when somebody walks into a, a doctor and says, I would like to be STI tested, and the doctor's like, okay, but I'm only going to test you for, like, three things. And, like, and then not tell you about that yeah. is a little crazy. But, um, so that was a really interesting episode, I thought. Uh, looking forward, uh, I, you've only got a few episodes left of season three mm-hmm. now, and then you've got season four coming uh, in the fall, correct? Uh, season four... We're going to have a gap of, like, six weeks, and then season four will start. Oh, so even earlier, maybe August. Right, so probably sometime in early to mid-August. Maybe uh, in time for someone's birthday. I think <laughs> I'm going to give myself my birthday week off, so it'll probably be after my birthday. Yay. But, um, but maybe not that much after, uh, and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Do we? What can, do you have any idea what we should look forward to? So, I am a seat of my pants kind of planner. <laughs> I am not great at um, sort of how do I? What am I going to do way in advance? And beyond the fact that I know that I want to put in a little more content about sort of day to day practical things. Like, I know I want to have uh, at least an episode about sort of the the nuts and bolts of talking over pros and cons of fluid bonding with particular partners, things like that. Um, beyond that particular uh, episode, I don't know for sure what other things are going to go into season four. Mm-hmm. And so having one thing and then a bunch of numbers on a list with several things with question marks next to them I don't really want to make promises Um, that seems fair Um. (laughs) and there were a few ideas for season 3 that uh, ended up getting sort of pushed to season 4 that I'm hoping will get completed by then Mm -hmm. Um, because they were really interesting projects that just 
didn't come together on time to wind up inside of season three. Sure. So have you heard back from any of the Smiths yet to come onto the show? <laughs> and do you have any other guests that you'd love to have come on so that uh, the folks watching this, if they're connected to them, can make an introduction? <laughs> Dream guests. You're not going to name any names? No. You're not going to do it for me? No. I'm not, I'm not giving you a list of dream guests. That's absurd. Fine. All right. If you know Willow Smith, uh, this is your only <laughs> chance. <laughs> Willow, if you're watching, um, uh, now is your chance to get onto the Ready for Polyamory podcast. I'm, this might be a limited time offering. I'm I don't know. pretty sure that her gigantic platform is almost as good as yours. doesn't. Are you saying that I should be using the secret? <laughs> Didn't you, like, mock your mother to death for believing in... I've mocked, I've mocked the secret for years. If, exactly. I'm, if I'm ever not mocking the I'm secret, I've, sure. been, I've been taken over by the bot people. Right, so I'm not sure why you just whispered it at me. Because that's how you do it, I think. I'm pretty sure that's how the secret works. You just walk up to people and go, like, like you're both members of Hydra, but it's the secret. You just go, the secret. No. Hail the secret. I mean, I don't know, because I've never, I'm not familiar. Maybe I'm getting the I'm... secret confused with Scientology. Does that, is that how Scientology works? I'm not going to do Which one has magic underwear? I don't do either of those things. Also, it's Mormonism. <laughs> okay, that, all of that aside... Have we gotten any comments? Because we broke up the thing into two pieces, and so we lost some of our viewers, I think, and I haven't been able to see any comments. I see Can no we comments. do a drop-down menu here? We don't know how to work this. I don't know how to work this, and no, it says swipe to reveal comments, and there are none. Swipe left? Okay, I don't know. Well, uh, uh, barring comments, you're going to be watching this probably after the fact, then, because I don't know how to use... Uh, fruit-based computers, and um, uh, I don't want to either. Um, but uh, we will certainly uh, get back to you if you have comments or questions for either of us. I know Laura had asked in advance four questions, and I don't know if you got any in uh, that were uh, relevant or worth asking. Okay. If not, um, if you did, let's answer them now. If not, we'll move on to the next segment. Okay, so I got... One question for you that was relevant. Interesting. And I don't know what this is. So now it's my turn to have the shoe on the other foot. And, well, and I got uh, one question for me that I think is irrelevant, but... I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I might. <laughs> yeah, but I think I can answer it humorously. So we'll get to that after we answer your relevant question. Oh, okay. So Fine. What is my relevant question? Your relevant question was whether or not you think that as someone who is part of a triad that is made of two men and a woman, and a woman you get judged differently than people who are in triads that are made up of two women and a man? And if so, how? There's a bunch of different ways I can answer this. The first is, I don't really know, because I have never been in a sort of long-term-ish two women and a man triad. So, hard to say definitively or 
ever because it's all relative. But based on a itty-bitty amount of internet fame that I and my triad and to some extent Laura experienced, um, there's a lot of ignorant people out there who think that if there's two men involved, one of us is being forced out or there will be murders because apparently violence <laughs> is their only answer. Yeah. Uh, and I look like a low-rent Sawyer from Lost. Those are the only things I learned from that. My favorite thing was the number of them who called you Robert Downey Jr.'s older brother. Yeah, yeah, which is both complimentary and insulting because he is at least 10 years older than me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he looks younger than me. He does. He's famous yeah. and has like all of the resources that I don't have. Mm -hmm. So like he probably really looks way older than me, I'll mm -hmm. tell myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just thought that that was a funny one. I don't know. I found I found that one to be less problematic than the low rent Sawyer from Lost. Because I think I'm more famous than that guy. Who was that guy? Low rent anything <laughs> is more insulting. Whereas famous person's older brother is just funny. It's true. I assume that that was an 8th grader who said the thing about the guy from Lost. Because as John Mulaney taught us, 8th <laughs> graders insult you in the way that you're sensitive they, about. They poke you everywhere it hurts. Uh, those 8th graders. It's true. 13 year olds, the meanest people on the planet. It's true. John Mulaney's had a tough year. Not go there. Poor I know. I mean, who knows? Poor all of them. But um, uh, you've had an exciting year. It's true. And I don't know how much of that you want to talk about. You've talked about it a little bit on on the the podcast and certainly on the blog. But in addition to running what has become quite a successful little podcast, uh -huh. despite your self uh, deprecation <laughs> and defacement, um, uh, you've also had an exciting year in general. Yeah. And you've been doing a lot of stuff. You've had a a pandemic transformation. Well, I have had kind of a wild pandemic. Like, I have alluded to it on the podcast occasionally, and I wrote a whole post on the blog about it because I was, at the time, sort of worried that I was going to die and leave the blog hanging. Um, and put me in charge. <laughs> I, it went great. I mean, it did. I'm back, so I didn't leave him in charge. Um, wow. I thought I did fine. Uh, if you disagree and you noticed, uh, go ahead and put it in the thing. I hardly posted any trolling no, things. Right. You did do fine. It just, I meant leave you in charge permanently. Right. That um, wouldn't have been good. I right. never would have kept up with it. I right. admit me. Exactly. But so, uh, I had a series of brain surgeries last summer, uh, which... Mid-COVID was not, like, the greatest of times. No, no sorry. I'm trying to monitor. Stop that. There we go. I apologize for that sound problem. was not the greatest of times to be trying to have, uh, you know, serious surgery. But at the same time, it was super successful, and I'm pretty much healthier than I've ever been, which is great. Um, but that plus for all that I make jokes about how small the podcast is or how, you know, I'm not going to get whatever big name I'm joking about at the time to come on to the podcast. Um, like guys, I really appreciate it. There from the 
end of season one to the third episode of season three, we quintupled the number of people who listen every week. Like, and from then until now, it's more than doubled. So So now we're at sextuple. Nice. You just wanted to say sex. Yes. But that's also how math works, probably. You're in your 40s. Stop it. No. (laughs) I'm going to play ABBA songs at you later just to punish you. Hi, the joke's on you. I am the dancing queen. No, not that one. It's the only good one. I'm going to play the one at you about (laughs) being slightly worn but dignified and not too old for sex. (laughs) But... <laughs> I'm very dignified. You guys, this is what he puts me through all the time. It's true. She's very lucky. Put a pun? No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. It's been five years like this. Um, it's true. It's true. Everyone is surprised that she's put up with it this long. <laughs> so. Um, so, like, I just really appreciate that all of you are here, and that more people seem to find the things that I'm saying helpful, and seem to be telling their friends that they might, and, like, keep passing it around, because I'm just trying to basically tell other people dumb mistakes that I made so that you don't make exactly the same ones. You can just make your own. (laughs) Right? Like, that's the whole point of this entire enterprise, you guys. It's, uh, I've been doing this for 13 years. Let me tell you some mistakes I made so that you can make slightly different ones. Um, like... Invent your new mistakes. Be creative. Yeah, right? (laughs) Like... So, I think, uh, we've talked... Uh, about all the time that we were going to use yeah. in general uh, between both of the streams here, True. technical difficulties aside. Um, but uh, uh, I think that the last thing to do is to uh, remind folks to subscribe, like, view, uh, join the podcast crew, the uh, Ready for uh, Polyamory. And we're back. Yeah, I'm not sure how we ended up with the stream dying twice, but we did. Thanks, so. Apple Computer Computer Pair Company. <laughs> anyway, so... We'll cut that out of the thing that we have to actually put on the fruit company. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> so guys, thank you all for watching, for listening, for paying attention <laughs> At all to the different parts of this live stream. And to Willie Loman. <laughs> and uh, as always, you can find us at the blog, which is at www.readyforpolyamory.com. You can find us on Facebook at our group, which is Ready for Polyamory. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Ready for Polyamory if you are watching this somewhere that I've shared it to. Um, you can uh, find the podcast on any different podcast listening app at Ready for Polyamory Podcast, or 
uh, at readyforpolyamory.fireside.fm if you want to go straight to the host. Uh, you can subscribe at patreon.com slash readyforpolyamory if you want to make a monthly donation to keep the lights on at any of the different uh, blog or podcast sites. Plus you get really cool extras on the... On True, there are. On the Patreon, there's different things that go up depending on the level that you're subscribed at. Uh, there's all different little perks. Then, uh, if you don't want to do a like regular subscription thing, you just liked some particular episode or blog post or think the idea is cool in a vague way and want to sort of buy me a coffee, you can go to ko-fi.com slash ready for polyamory and get me a cup of coffee, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't I go to coffee.com for that? Yeah, I know. What's a ko-fi? It's spelled K-O hyphen F-I, and I refuse to believe that that does not rhyme with lo-fi. It does. I assume it's because they couldn't get coffee.com? Yes, but all of their branding is cups of coffee. I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention anymore because the ring light has now caused you to have like a, a little rascal's circle around your eye. Yeah. <laughs> and so, now that's all I can see. So basically, <laughs> those are all the things in all the places. I'd like to, as always in an episode, thank my Patreon patrons, the Green Wolf Podcast, Timmy, Corbin, and Jacqueline. Uh, Known and as the I Patreons. all... <laughs> No, they are patrons. I refuse <laughs> to abuse the English language. The Patreonites. I don't care that a company would like me to abuse <laughs> the English language that way. I will not. The English language is mostly a fan of self abuse. At least I think I'm funny. At least I think I'm funny. Ooh, do we have comments? What do they say? I don't know, but now we're getting some. Ooh, let's look. Oh, you look on this fruit device. (laughs) Why are you calling an iPad a fruit device? Because you said I'm not allowed to say the thing, even though I accidentally said the thing at least once. Whatever, we're getting something. I don't know. I don't know how to look. I can't tell. Either way. Hi, viewer. (laughs) We're sorry. We want to answer your comment, but we can't see it. (laughs) Uh, so... This was poorly planned. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to try and find your comment. I'm going to do it on the thing here. There's got to be a way. That's part two. Uh, there clearly is. There's just a lag. Part three. This. Here we go. It's going to be loud for a second while I kill the sound. But there it goes. All right, now... No, it's just a heart. Oh, All that sure. work for a heart. Who Fine. hearted? Thank you for hearting. <laughs> We love you, too. Anyway. All right. That's probably enough shenanigans. All the moondoggles. uh, Perhaps some rapscallion rating. Good night, everyone. Have a good one. (laughs) Bye-bye.